there, and thank you for stopping by my podcast. It's called Bigfoot and Beyond. I'm your host, Brock Martin. On this podcast, I'm going to do something completely different, going to switch gears entirely, and I want to read something that jumped right off the screen and into my lap the other day. The author of this piece is Darlene Wiemet. It's spelled O-U-I-M-E-T. And a link to her website will be posted in the description. It's titled, When People Treat You Like You're Crazy, Stupid, or Frustrating. When people treat you as if you're crazy, it isn't because they think you're crazy. It's because they want you to think you're crazy. When people treat you as if you're stupid, it isn't because they think you're stupid. It's because they want you to think you're stupid. Their purpose or motive for the way they treat you is actually about what serves them more than it is the way they see you. These people have a motive, and it isn't driven by love. It's a motive driven by the desire to have control. Understanding this made all the difference in the world in my recovery and in overcoming the false definitions of me that had been put on me by abusive, uncaring, controlling, manipulative people who felt entitled to treat me like I didn't matter. The ways I was treated by these people communicated to me that they were more important than I was. Part of the way that they convinced me of my lesser value was through subtle and obvious messages that something was missing or wrong with me and my reactions to life. When I was a child, my teacher yelled at me saying I wasn't paying attention because I didn't have the right answer. And then she rolled her eyes and added that I was such a frustrating child. I reacted by trying harder. I didn't like being shamed in front of the entire class. I didn't like the disapproval that was communicated to me. I didn't like feeling that I was such a disappointment. As long as I was trying harder, the teacher felt like she was in control. And as long as I was trying harder, she was in control. Remember the kids in school who ignored the teacher and didn't seem to be affected by the reprimands and just kept doing things that made the teacher angry but kept the rest of the class giggling? Those kids seemed fearless to me. I remember being afraid for them. I didn't ever consider myself being one of those kids. I hated the way she defined me as a daydreamer and a lazy student and how she would say, what am I going to do with you? I would never risk being even more of a disappointment by continuing to frustrate her. As long as I was trying harder, her actions against me were validated. If I was trying harder, it proved to her she was right. It served her purpose to define me as frustrating and difficult or lazy and exhausting. As long as I was feeling shamed and trying to please her, she knew she had the power. People like that have their power mixed up with their worth. It served her purpose to make me feel guilty. When I felt bad, I tried harder to please her. When I tried harder, she felt better about herself. It served her purpose to define me in ways that hurt my self-esteem because I would focus on her and on pleasing her. If my teacher had ever validated me like a confident, healthy teacher who was secure in her own self-esteem might have done, I could have relaxed and flourished in the warmth of her approval and a healthy and functional relationship. This is a wonderful thing. But in her world, I was the object of her self-esteem. In her mind, if she had enough power to make me feel guilty or shame, then she felt better about herself. If she could cause me to try harder, she felt worthy. She felt better by tearing me down. And because my trying harder didn't give her real worth, the abuse tactics never ended. 
She needed a little more of the false self-esteem booster all the time. She had to keep me in the spin of always getting to keep looking at myself to see why it was such a disappointment to her so that she could keep feeling a little buzz that she got from having this power over me. That teacher had her power mixed up with her worth. She could only feel her own worth when she overpowered other people. When people treat you like you're crazy, lazy, or stupid, think about what their motive might be. Slow down just long enough and think about why are they reacting to you in that way? Why would a healthy person respond to you as though you're crazy or stupid? Think about what I've shared here and notice what tearing you down can do for them. Do these people that constantly ask you to jump through their hoops want to empower you to be who you really are? Or do they want to overpower you? Is the way they regard you or define you really about you? Or is it about how they want you to feel about you? We all have power. However, there's a proper use of power. And the proper use of power is to empower, not overpower or disempower. The sad truth is, a lot of people who have low to no self-esteem have been taught that power is worth and they can't seem to let go of the need to overpower as a means to prove themselves that they have worth. My mother had her power mixed up with her worth too. It would never serve her purpose to tell me how wonderful I was. If I ever stepped out of the spin of trying to figure out how to make her love me and approve of me, I would have seen her for who she really was, and I think she knew that. I think that was her biggest fear. Her biggest fear was that she would be exposed, so she kept the finger of blame, shame, guilt, and failure always pointed at me. As long as I was spinning around in fear, shame, guilt, and failure, I would never see her for who she really was. As long as I didn't know my true value, I'd never see that her treatment of me was wrong and that her treatment of me only proved her lack of self-worth. The author, Darlene Wiemet. The website, emergingfrombroken.com. Emergingfrombroken.com. On a personal note, there were four people like that in my life. Two teachers, my mother, and a girl I dated years before I was married from Colorado. But you know, I'm going to emerge from broken as well. And I know you can too. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Bigfoot and Beyond. I'm your host, Brock Martin. I hope this finds you well. Mm -hmm.